2024 is the year of the Sun Devil. You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thanks, as always, for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBarrett36 in the podcast as well, at LO underscore Sundables. And real quick, a shout-out to my everydayers who are here every day. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off of your first purchase. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is time once again to talk Arizona State Sun Devils athletics. Football and basketball is what we're going to be focusing on today. Quite frankly, there's a lot to be excited about. Uh, football team, I think it's going to be in for a better year. Basketball, they're starting to... Uh, String together some wins, back-to-back wins, 2-0 in the Pac-12. They got another game tonight versus Utah. We'll see how that shakes out. But there's also a really good recruiting class that's coming in. And I think that's where we're going to go ahead and start our conversation, is taking a look at Sun Devils basketball, particularly at the recruiting class, because there are five kids as of right now, five hard commits for the Sun Devils. Two of them, four-star prospects, three of them, from Arizona and the 16th overall class, 16th overall class as of right now. And the really good news, they're bringing in a little bit of size. Uh, Sammy Nay, who's coming in from Compass Prep out in Chandler, is 6'8", 230, the number 20 prospect in the nation, number seven, or excuse me, number 20 prospect at his position, number seven prospect in Arizona, and the 94th prospect in the nation, he is going to bring some really nice size for you. And hopefully, you know, he's able to find himself a little niche with the team early. Amir Ali is the, I think you could call him the prized possession of the class as of now, the number four prospect in Arizona, number 16 overall as a small forward, and the number 60 overall prospect for the team, 6'8", 175. You bringing in those two forwards, really, really solid for you and being able to add some size to a team that is not got enough size right now. We've talked about it throughout the year is you look at this team, they don't have enough big boys to be able and fight aggressively for rebounds right now. And it's killing them. Like Frankie Collins has been a very aggressive rebounder this year, but again, he's only 6'3". He should not be your leading rebounder. It's not It's not an insult to Frankie Collins, as I have said many a times on this podcast, but you just need some guys to be able to step up who can be those big bodies for you, be aggressive, because opposing teams are getting a lot of offensive rebounds, and they're getting more opportunities to get points. Well, with this upcoming recruiting class, you are adding some size. Jeremiah uh, Nirocco is also coming in from Western Texas College out in Snyder, Texas, 6'9", 220, big kid. Jaden Smith coming from Kenwood Academy in Chicago, Illinois, 6'11", 205. He is your center coming into the class. 
there there's a running theme here size 6868696611 Arizona State is clearly putting more of an emphasis on getting bigger which is one of the biggest weaknesses they've had over the last couple of years you're also bringing in Bo Aldridge from Phoenix Prep out in Phoenix Arizona shooting guard uh 64190 the number 14 prospect in Arizona they are putting an emphasis on getting bigger for the most part and it's also going to be really interesting to see what returns for you next year because you do have a handful of guys that I think are going to be instrumental moving forward. The first one that really stands out to me, of course, is Sean Phillips Jr. He's only played five games this year. He's been dealing with some injuries, but he is a sophomore, I believe a redshirt sophomore. He's seven foot, 245. He's been your most threatening guy on the court when it comes to playing underneath and not a surprise. When you're seven foot, 245. Hopefully, he's able to return for you next year. I see him as potentially your next Warren Washington, the guy who just plays under the rim, very aggressive, very big, very imposing. You're hoping that he's able to really take that next step forward right now, um, averaging four rebounds a game, uh, three defensive, one offensive. You'd like to see those numbers go up, but again, he's not been healthy this year. Hopefully, by the end of the year, that's something he's able to build on, but you're also hoping that by the end of the year, he's really thinking about coming back for another year and upping his draft stock or just becoming a better overall player for whatever his future holds for him, but really like the idea of Sean Phillips coming back. Uh, you'll have Adam Miller will potentially be someone coming back as well as a redshirt junior for the team. In the four games he's played, he's been perhaps their most explosive shooter. Uh, 12, 12 points per game right now. Um, where is he? 33.3% uh, from the field, 308 from deep. He's very much been an all-or-nothing guy, which we're accustomed to seeing over the last couple of years, especially with uh, Desmond Cambridge Jr. last year. Felt like the Adam Miller of the team. Uh, he's been consistent from the from the line, though, 85.7%, and he's averaging three and a half attempts a game, which is so far and away better than anything else they're getting from the rest of the guys right now. I brought up Frankie Collins. I would be interested if he would be interested in coming back. He is really turned on his game this year. One of the things I brought up during the offseason was waiting for Frankie to become a better overall shooter because he's really good defensively. He's good running the point and being a distributor. But this year he has been a good shooter, shooting 45.9% uh, from the field, outstanding, 32.6% from deep. Not bad for Arizona State standards. That's pretty good. 13.4 points per game. He's a stud. He is an absolute certified stud. But it has me wondering whether or not he feels he has a chance to really become a next-level guy. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm the most um, intelligent guy in the world when it comes to the NBA draft. I feel like right now he's definitely on the outside looking in and probably needs another year of very good basketball because he is pretty undersized at 6'1", 185, even for a point guard. We'll see. We'll see. But he's really taking a step forward. He's potentially someone who could come back for you next year. 
Jose Perez will be gone. Who knows what's going on with Jemaya Neal? Uh, he entered the transfer portal last year. He could very well enter it again. He's definitely not taking the step forward this year that I was hoping he would. We'll see what goes on with him. You will be losing Jose Perez and Alonzo Gaffney. Uh, Kamari Lance could be back. Could be back, excuse me. Bryant Salamanga could be back. But the other guys I want to talk about are the freshmen we have right now. Akil Watson and Braylon Green. Both of them are actually getting decent time on the court when you consider that they are freshman guys, true freshman guys. And you're looking at a very veteran team. They're both getting about eight minutes a game right now. That's not bad. It really isn't. Like, I understand that eight minutes and two points per game is not something to write home about, but it's good that they're just getting on the court in general right now. And I think that Bobby Hurley has been doing a good job getting a lot of guys on the court, getting a lot of guys those opportunities to strut their, strut their stuff see what they can do, see what they can contribute to the team. I look at Braylon Green and I look at Akil Watson as guys that you can really uh, build off of for the future. Um, Akil Watson is definitely someone who stands out to me, especially at 6'9", 205. He's got the size that you're looking for. And the and the theme of the incoming recruiting class is all that size. Jeremiah Niraco uh, and Sammy Nay and Bo Aldridge and Jaden Smith. You are bringing in some guys that are going to be able to contribute in a big way for you, a very literal big way for you. Now you're hoping that Akil Watson will a be returning, but B is able to build off of uh, getting some minutes this year. See what he can do from there. I really like him. I really like all the size that they have. Uh, Braylon green, six, three, one eighty. He's definitely not your big post up guy, but you know, you like the potential of him to, if Frankie Collins leaves, maybe he becomes the guy who runs the point. Bottom line is, even though with college basketball, it's very fickle who returns, who doesn't, who transfers, who goes into the draft. Like teams are so different looking from a year to year basis. I mean, Arizona State only had one returning starter from last year and Frankie Collins. And then you had Jemiah Neal, who was able to step up, and everybody else is a transfer on this team. But with 2024, I see a lot of guys returning. And I think that you're going to see this nucleus form for Arizona State that has guys that have chemistry together. And if Bobby Hurley returns, and I am, as of now, I don't think you should be firing Bobby Hurley. I, I definitely think his, his seat should be hot. But I'm not ready to fire Bobby Hurley just yet. What I do think is that if everyone or at least a good majority of these guys are able to come back and then join this really, really good recruiting class, I think that you are looking at a much improved basketball team from what you're seeing right now. And even then, I mean, the Sun Devils are still a quality eight and five. Like I said, they're two and oh in conference play. They definitely could be trending in the right direction after kind of a rough start to the year. We'll see what happens tonight versus Utah. But as far as the future is concerned, I think that we're looking at an Arizona State basketball team that is going to really be exciting. I'm really excited to see what the future holds for these guys. And I definitely think that we're going in the right direction right now for this Sun Devils basketball team. But of course, there's more to be excited about for Sun Devils athletics right now. 
and the vast majority of the attention is rightfully going to the football program side of things. And we're going to take a look at the football program in just one moment. This is the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You shouldn't have to worry about buying tickets for your next big event, no matter when you buy them. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guaranteed. Game time takes the work out of buying your tickets. You can see the seat from your seat. You can see the view from your seat before you even get there, and that way you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Those all-in prices, they're going to show you the total up front, and that way you know you're getting a great deal before you even check out. You can get your tickets in seconds with just two simple taps. Game time always has deals on the tickets right up to the start of the event, and even an hour after the event starts. It's the place to get those last-minute seats. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The zone deals, you pick the section, game time picks a seat for a big time savings opportunity. And that guarantee means you're always getting the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time's going to credit you 110% of the tick of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code locked on. For $20 off, download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Again, thanks as always for tuning in and making the Locked On Sun Devils podcast your first listen of the day. Free and available on all platforms. A shout out to my everydayers who are here every day. And if you like the Locked On Sun Devils podcast but want to be in touch with all the big news going on, then you need to check out Locked On Sports Today and our 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. We're going to cover all the big stories. We have our national shows for every single league that you might be interested in. So go ahead and subscribe to the first ever uh, Locked On streaming, not even Locked On, just the first ever 24-7 streaming channel of its kind. Super cool. That way, you got anything to do, check it out. Let's go ahead and get back into our conversation. This time, we're going to be focusing on the football side of things. We'll be focusing on football for the remainder of of this podcast and there's there's a lot to be excited about here for the Sun Devils football team moving forward and it really starts with with the return and the second year of Kenny Dillingham and Jaden Rashada you obviously are going to be really interested to see what Jaden Rashada can give you and we'll go ahead and start our conversation off there Jaden Rashada is super high upside quarterback, right? The former four-star slash five-star, depending on where you look, 6'4", 185. He was a top 10 quarterback where he might have been just outside the top 10. I want to say he was no lower than like 11. Last year, he looked like a freshman. 53.7% of his passes were completing completed. For 485 yards, four touchdowns, three interceptions. He also played three games. He was dealing with injury. He was dealing with being a freshman. He was dealing with a rebuilding program. There was a lot of stuff that was being placed against Rashada for immediate success. And even still, he looked pretty darn solid 
when he was on the field. He looks like somebody that you can really build a team around. What a concept. I like what we have here in Jaden Rashada. And I think that you're going to be seeing a quarterback who's going to really take that next step in 2024 and potentially become that face of the program that we're hoping he can become. He's got the weapons to be able to do it as well. Chris Cartman from Sun Level Source reported today. They are not expecting any more players to be entering the portal. And you are also going to be seeing Elijah Badger enrolling in classes. Massive. So your number one receiver is potentially coming back for the team. And by potentially, I mean 99% positive. Like it would take something unforeseen at this point for Badger to enter the transfer portal or for Badger to enter his name into the 2024 NFL draft. He's going to be coming back. He's going to once again be the team's number one receiver for the third year in a row. That is so big, man. That's so big for your chances to really improve in 2024 and to really kind of start yourself on the map. You're also getting a fresh start and a new conference. You're going to the uh, Big 12, which is wide open right now. I mean, you'll have really good programs like Arizona, Oklahoma State, Utah, uh, potentially like a Colorado, Kansas State's quality, uh, Kansas's quality. There are good programs out there, but there are no elite programs. And you're hoping that Arizona State might be able to be that elite program for you. I definitely see an opportunity there. And for them to become that elite uh, that elite team, they're going to need Jaden Rashada to take that next step. And right now, there's a lot of pieces in place for him to take that next step. The receiving core looks great, man. Even beyond Badger, you have Jordan Tyson coming back, Xavier Guillory, Troy O'Mary, Melquan Stovall, um, uh, Tariq Black. There's a lot of guys that are returning familiar faces to be able to build that chemistry with. I like the way that this is going right now, but I also like the way that Kenny Dillingham has this team trending right now. Dillingham definitely had a lot of work to do in this in this uh, first year for him. He had to basically redo the entire 2023 recruiting class. Not that there was a lot of guys going into the team because of the lack of effort from Herm Edwards in that department and from everybody else to be able to recruit this program. But the fact that you were just a brand new program under Kenny Dillingham, it was a it was it was a complete rebuild from the ground up. It was very difficult to be able to bring those guys in, but he still brings in Rashada. He brings in some other talented kids as well. He's definitely got us trending up right now. And we're going to talk a little bit more about him in just a moment, but the way that Dillingham has the scene going right now got me being a believer. I am all in on Kenny Dillingham. It's, it's not a secret. It's something that I have expressed many a times. One of the things I say all the time is the five stars will come. They're still bringing in very high recruited kids. They got two four stars coming in next year. They are doing everything that they can right now to be building around the identity of Kenny Dillingham and for the future face of the program and, and Jaden Rashada, if he's not already that guy. They're doing a lot of really good things right now. And having them in their second year is really going to get this program trending in the right direction. You have another year of familiarity. 
You have another year of these guys being able to build off of each other. It's a really fun offense. And with so many guys returning, you are hopefully going to be trending in the, in the right direction moving forward, right? They're doing a really good job. And I really like the way that everything is kind of set into motion right now for that future success of the team, for the ability to continue being, oh, how do I want to word this? Like for you to continue being a, a up and coming team. I feel like I'm sounding kind of redundant right now, but we're going to go ahead and dive into more of what I mean here in just a moment as we begin wrapping up this edition of the Locked On Sun Levels podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. So that's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet including live game parlays. You can find um, all sorts of bets in the new Explore tab as well. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub the best way to find popular plays and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. One more time, a shout out to my everydayers who are here every day and a bet and a, excuse me, a very special thank you to all of you for tuning in wherever you get those podcasts hit like subscribe and turn on notifications and make sure that you check out the locked on sports today 24 7 streaming channel on youtube let's go ahead and round out our conversation with the one thing that we're really excited about and that is the beginning of activating the valley you look at the sun devils incoming class they've got 17 players who have signed their letters of intent uh, we are still waiting on the decision of Colin Charles right now, who is a, another wide receiver out of St. Martinsville in Louisiana. We'll see what ends up happening with him, but they are bringing in a lot of players, and four of them are coming from Arizona. You've got you've got the the team starting to swing the motion of activating the valley, and that's where we're going to be wrapping up this conversation. Is activating the valley they did a really good start last year when they were bringing in all sorts of kids most notably uh you brought in oh my god of course i dropped like jake smith jake smith comes to the program last year unfortunately he had to sit out due to ncaa um restrictions with the two-time transfers but he will be back in 2024 and he is looking very potentially like the number two receiver on this team right now like it's really up for grabs. Elijah Badger slam dunk number one, but number two receiver is very much a competition between Jake Smith, Troy O'Mary, Xavier Guillory, Melquan Stovall. It's going to be a good competition, but the point being is you're bringing back Jake Smith. You're bringing back an Arizona native, a former four-star kid out of Notre Dame prep. You're really starting to get stuff pushed in the right direction here. And Arizona State is doing just a good job, period, of going after these kids. Yes, there's only four kids in the 2024 cycle. First of all, I'll still take it. You're getting four kids from your state. They've been hyper-aggressive in trying to add kids. I know that they were in on Elijah, Elijah rushing until the end. There were several other kids that they were in on. 
They're going after it in the 2024 or 2025 cycle as well. As of right now, they've got four hard commits for the team, including, um, who is it? Uh, Toby Mueller, an in, interior lineman out of Hamilton. They are activating the Valley. And even beyond the recruiting cycle, right? They are still trying to strut their stuff and get everybody who lives in the Valley. Fans, former alumni, former players, business owners, they are getting them to help activate the Valley as well. The program that you have right now is really trending in the right direction. And this isn't just for football either. I mean, we talked about uh, some of the kids in the in the basketball recruiting class as well that are going to be coming in. They are they're doing everything that they can to keep these kids in state in any sport, in football and basketball. They're recruiting kids all over the place. But they're trying to really put an emphasis on keeping these kids home. They want these kids, as Kenny Dillingham put it, to be the hometown heroes, to be the guys that we talk about five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road. Remember so-and-so? the kid who played at so-and-so high school and played four years at Arizona state, man, he was so cool. And look at the local business he opened up or look at the success he had in whatever league they go on to. Right. That's what we want right now is we want these kids in the state of Arizona to feel like they are building something and they're building something important. And I know that the Sun Devils really have their eyes set on several kids that are going to be, in the 2024, 2025, 2026 cycles for any sport. This is not just a football thing. This is a athletic department thing. Even beyond that, they want those kids on swim and dive. They want the wrestlers. They want the baseball and softball. And they want the volleyball ladies. Like They are putting an emphasis right now on keeping everybody, men and women in their respective sports, in, in state. That's where we're at right now. I love the direction they're going. And Kenny Dillingham, obviously, kind of the the front runner of that movement. Definitely the guy who coined the phrase, activate the Valley. But one of the guys who is really going to be getting us trending in the right direction right now. One of the guys who's the pioneer for this movement. One of these guys who will be the face of the activate the Valley movement. But I think that we're really going in the right direction right now. We're seeing people start to pay attention. We had two sellouts this year against USC and Colorado. And sure, part of that is because of Caleb Williams at USC. And part of it's because of Deion Sanders at Colorado. But you still had back-to-back sellouts for the first time in however long. That's impressive. And so much of that goes into getting people invested in this football team. You won three games this past season. You so easily could have been six and six or seven and five if a couple games sway in your favor, including against the uh, the number two team in the nation, Washington, who's going to the national championship on Monday. They're doing everything right. I'm excited to see how they continue to do the right things. But right now, I look at this program. I look at the state of the athletics in general. The future feels bright. We're still waiting to see what ends up happening with the athletic director. We're still waiting to see all the other movements moving forward. But as of right now, 
We have to be happy with the direction this team is going. And I encourage you guys, if you are still looking for reasons to get involved, first of all, the Sun Angel Collective is still looking for people to buy into the pro or uh, into the collective for the NIL. We're still looking for people to go to the games. We're still looking for people to show up for basketball, to show up for football, to show up for the hockey team. Because first of all, we're a hockey school, in case you didn't know. We're looking for people to go to all sorts of different events. We're looking for people to start buying into the NIL opportunities. We want people to talk about Arizona State, get invested in the recruiting news, get invested in the offseason news. I mean, we're just a couple of months away from spring ball for Sun Devils football. They're going to be they're going to be going at it, right? We're going to see Rashada back. We're going to see so many other guys back. We're going to see the competition at quarterback, at receiver, in the defensive backfield, along the defensive line, along the offensive line. We're going to be seeing those guys really start to compete with each other, become those iron sharpens iron uh, individuals. We're coming up on it. We're coming up fast. And I implore you guys to be part of the change. Be the people that were there first when we started the rebuild. Be some of the people that were in the stands every single time, those season ticket holders, those, those diehard alumni, whatever it is, get involved. We're trending in the right direction. We're getting that Valley activated. That's where I'm so excited for this, this university. The football and basketball program is obviously what we focus on here but we're doing a lot of good things otherwise. I hope that you guys are buying in because 2024 is the year of the Sun Devil. We're going bowling. We're going to March Madness. We're going to do all sorts of good stuff. We're going to go to Omaha. We are going to be top 25 teams in all sorts of different sports. So get activated with this Valley. Get all in on Sun Devil's athletics. I appreciate you guys for tuning in as always. Wherever you get your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You, of course, can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Doubles. Also, a shout out to my everydayers who are here every day. In case I didn't shout you guys out enough during this episode, we will be back again tomorrow to continue talking about the new year for Arizona State Sun Devil Athletics. We'll be taking a look at the basketball team. We'll be taking a look at the football team. We'll be covering everything that you need, keeping you up to date. I'll see you guys then. And until then, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun.